All right, everybody, it is that time of the week with a brand new episode of Four Guys in a Comic. Now, we are missing the illustrious Michael, or not Michael, Mike. We have Michael. We're yeah, missing I'm Mike. Here. Yeah, no, we have Michael and Alex I'm here. and myself, Matt. Uh, but we are missing Mike. It's a Canadian Thanksgiving, so we're assuming he's out celebrating, but we can't be for sure. But happy, we're just assuming. Happy Thanksgiving, eh? What do they eat yeah. on Thanksgiving? Do they still eat turkey? Moose. I would assume they eat turkey or ham or <laughs> moose. <laughs> moose knuckle. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a roundtable because, well, we've all been pretty busy yeah. um, between work, extracurricular activities, and uh, the good old Alex here. He's now a married man. Yes, sir. Nice. I, uh, I tied the knot. He tied that knot. Yeah. He's now stuck for life. You want to know yeah. something that's kind of crappy, though? Welcome to the... Oh, already? Oh, it's only been a week. <laughs> no, <laughs> not like... Not, not about... No, not about the relationship. Not the relationship. I was like... Nobody's oh, listening. It's okay. Man. Go ahead. Tell us. <laughs> no, not the relationship. Um, My uh, wedding band. Before I um, got married or whatever, my grandpa gave me his old wedding band, okay, for me to use. And um, mm-hmm. it had a, a little diamond in it or whatever that fell out. And he was like, all you have to do is just get the diamond placed back in it. Got the diamond placed back in it. What? Whatever. Um... A week, it wasn't even like, I'd say a week and four days that I had the ring on. The dang stone fell out and I lost it completely. I have no idea where the diamond fell out. Oh so, no, uh, Alex lost an infinity stone. Exactly. <laughs> someone uh, someone out there is getting very lucky. But, and is the uh, wife like, oh no, out. that's a bad I, omen. Oh my gosh, we're doomed. I'm going to point out, you're miss- I don't see a ring on, dude. That's because... Um, I told the guy that set it in the first place because it was the same th- one that fell out. So I told the jeweler that put it back in, and he's like, S- "Give it back to me. I'll make things right." So, so he's gonna put in a CZ to make up for. <laughs> I hope not. They better not. They better figure You're that not out. Not even gonna be able to tell the that difference. It was a five carat stone, man. Uh, I have no idea what it was. I've not gotten. I haven't even talked to my grandpa about. It. I just know it's an heirloom. So. We'll just leave it at that, I guess. But he better not put no dang cubic zirconium in there. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> you you won't be able to tell the difference unless you're a jeweler and you have it under a microscope. Hey. Well, maybe if you're a trained eye, you could probably tell if you're a trained eye. But... See, now you, what you do is you have him put a blue stone in there and say, yeah, this is a mind gem. Yeah, right? <laughs> Start Speaking different of mind colors. gems, didn't something recently come about with that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Marvel Legacy uh, over here. Uh, Tap, you read it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I read it the week it came out. So at this point, it would have been like two or three weeks ago. By the time this airs, it'll be three weeks ago. Yeah. It's a while, but we haven't been together to even talk about any of this whole legacy or generation. We haven't. Yeah. No. So I'm we got to catch deep up. In it. Yeah, I'm not deep in it. I'm only reading a handful. Of, and by <laughs> handful, I should say I'm only reading two. Of the titles. But I will say the two titles that I'm reading, I fucking love. They are great. Which I'm two? very, very excited. Uh I started with a Venom Oh, I was gonna say Venom and Spirits of Vengeance. Am I right? Yep, those are the I two. Knew it. Uh... I started with Venom one fifty five and I, I was just excited because, you know, Brock was back, as yeah. Alex knows. You know, we were excited for that. 
And uh, I felt like a kid again reading it. It was so good and like fun. Mark Bagley was on art. Yeah, dude, it was yeah, awesome. It was so cool just to see that and again. The uh, the Spirits of Vengeance, though. Oh, man, so good. I wish that would be... I, I think it's only going to be like a six-issue mini or something like that, but I wish it was an ongoing. Mm-hmm. But there's a few more I'm excited for. I don't think they've come out yet, though. Yeah. I mean, I think what's kind of cool is, you know, like uh, the Avengers, issue 672. It's kind of nice to hold a, a higher-numbered issue again, you know? Okay, I'm with you on that, but my question is, I haven't read Avengers in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, let me rephrase. I've read older Avengers, but I haven't read newer Avengers in a long time. Um, so what is the current team incarnation? Well, it looks like we have Totally Awesome Hook with uh, both Spideys. Uh, we have uh, uh, Kamala Khan, Thor, female Thor, Hercules, Vision, uh, Nova, and there was, I don't know who the other one is. Sounds like a team up between champions and Avengers almost. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to. It's by Mark Wade. Really? Yep. Oh, shit. Maybe I will. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) No, I love Mark Wade. Mm hmm. Who's on art? Uh, Let me look at real quick. I'll pull out art. Mark Wade is like becoming one of my favorite writers. Like I know he's been around for years, but the the more I've recently started reading a lot more of his stuff, and the more and more stuff of his that I read, the I just love that guy. All right, artist is uh, Jesus Saez. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, there's a team up in here. Before. Okay, the Avengers team up is Wasp, uh, Jane Foster, Thor, Falcon, Vision, Spider Man, Peter Parker, and Herc. Uh, the champions we have Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, Sam Alexander, Nova, Miles Morales, Spider Man, the Vision. Uh, the Hulk, uh, Amadeus Cho, and uh, Scott Summers of Cyclops. Scott Summers so is it in is that? A... Mm-hmm. All right. I might have to read it because mm-hmm. it's got Mark Wade writing. And I'm actually super excited because Mark Wade's also going to be writing uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very excited Which for that Which Captain one. America is it, though? Steve Rogers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh... it's legacy, man. They're going back to the original stuff. Just like yeah. you got Eddie Brock as Venom. Yeah. You know, now that they took what's his face off of uh, uh, Nick Spencer off of it, maybe it'll be a little bit different. <laughs> Not political. That'd be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, though, I mean, you kind of brought it up a second ago, is during Legacy, which is came like Legacy One came out, I guess, like four weeks ago. It would be three, I think. Three, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. By this point, it'd be about three. We saw the return of who we think is our Wolverine, and he has mm-hmm. a mind gem. And which I'm also extremely excited about. It's weird mm-hmm. though. I, me and Red Skull were kind of talking about it a little bit. Me and Mike, Michael, and um, we were like, you would think maybe he would have the power gem or the soul gem, maybe. Mm-hmm. But why does Wolverine have a mind gem? Because he doesn't usually think well, he uses mind; he just attacks. Jason Aaron's writing, so I'm I trust in his writing. Um, Jason Aaron is one of those guys that is a phenomenal writer, mm-hmm. even if it is for Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm uh, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. How many of these legacy <laughs> quote unquote issues is there going to be? Is it a mini? Is it a one shot? What is it? 
You got me. uh, See, I heard somebody say that it's a one-shot, kind of like DC's Rebirth was, where Jeff Johns wrote like that 80-issue Rebirth. Well, Legacy itself, I understand, is just the one-shot. But all of the, you know, like the letting the cover Legacy part part ones, I, I don't. Nobody's really confirmed anything. I've heard so many different numbers being thrown out there, and I just honestly, I don't think anybody even really knows. I wonder if even if Marvel themselves know. It's just yeah. it depends on sales. I, I just have that feeling. It's all going to be determined on sales. Well, speaking of sales, um, so at, at date of this recording, New York Comic Con's wrapping up this weekend. And did you guys hear about, so Marvel had a panel for, um, it was a closed panel for retailers only. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about what happened? No, no, what? Oh, apparently it did not go over very well. Um, so paraphrasing and s- summarizing very briefly here, there's a bunch of articles about it. You can go Google it, you can read it in more detail. But in a nutshell, um, a retailer basically spoke up and um, said that he was frustrated with the fact that um, the lenticular covers are not selling very well at his shop. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but as we all know, we've discussed this before, they had to order like triple the amount yeah. just to even get one lenticular cover. And so the fact that the lenticular covers aren't even selling and they had to order so much more just to get them, mm-hmm. uh, they're very frustrated. Um, and then at that point, other retailers kind of started speaking up and then it just kind of snowballed from there into the whole, like, why is Marvel changing everything? And like, Iceman's gay and this shouldn't be happening. And then into the, you know, Thor's a woman and that's not right. And like, stop doing diversity for the sake of being diverse. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, if you want these characters, create new characters, they're like, I don't care if you go out and create a new gay character. They're like, I don't care if you go out and create a new female character. Like, I don't care, but stop taking established characters and reinventing them. That have yeah. and reinventing them. Mm-hmm. And so all these retailers, I guess, just started ganging up on them. On Tom Brevoort mm-hmm. and uh, I don't remember who the other guy in there was. <clears throat> and uh, apparently they kind of briefly shut down. Well, I guess the panel was supposed to shut down at a certain time and they addressed a couple things and then they shut down the panel at the time it was supposed to happen. And so as soon as everybody left, all the retailers started bombarding this Marvel exec outside in the uh, uh, panel hallway. They all just started bombarding this dude with like questions and complaining about things that Marvel's been doing. And yeah, there's it was not good. And basically everybody's spoke up what our concerns and gripes and complaints have been for the longest time oh yeah that's really what it was i mean come on and they're completely right you know they shouldn't have to buy 200 copies of an issue just to get one lenticular they shouldn't have to be reinventing the wheel on characters that we already know and love and this whole numbering thing okay fine you know what going back to the original numbering that's what they should have done i'm okay with it dc did it but you yeah. know what? But think about it. How many times have they renumbered? Three that I can think of. Third time they've renumbered yeah. in my lifetime. It's just going, it's just too much. It's way too much. Stick with it. This is it. This needs to be the last time they ever do this. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens because it's probably going to happen again. I mean, it's staying Marvel, so. Yeah, and so then some of the argument was, well, what about Miles Morales? You know, he's kind of a reinvention. But then people are like, well, no, not really, because he belongs in the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. He's not the six one six. You're not reinventing characters that have been established for sixty years now. 
um, you know, or 75 years, you're, you're however long it's been, you know, you're creating new characters in a different universe. They're like, that's fine. Bring them on over. Like, but don't, yeah, there's a lot of, but they kept saying, I guess in, in the panel, the Tom Brevoort and them kept reverting back to the, well, you know, we got Marvel legacy coming up and everybody's <laughs> like, that's kind of what they kept referring back to. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, Russ, uh, have you read Venom yet? Yep. I read Venom. Okay. What did you think? Did it make you feel like a kid again? Well, you are a kid, but did it make you feel... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so it didn't make me really feel like a kid again. I mean, there were some cool parts in it and whatnot. Um, they brought back Lee Price in it, and that makes me worried that maybe Eddie Brock will give up the uh, suit here in a little bit. But um, I really wish that uh, it would just stay Eddie Brock for a while. And uh, if they want to keep Mark Bagley on it, I'm cool with that. They did this. Did You didn't understand the whole Dinosaur Kingdom thing, did you? I didn't. Oh, I, got, I got the cliff notes that were like in the book. Like, you know, they had like the little cliff notes, but that was about it because I didn't read the previous issues. Eddie Brock teamed up with, um, what is it, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. De- yeah. And they, like, basically some company that was offering offering him medicine to keep his symbiote under control uh, told him that he, they would give it to him under a certain condition. They go and hunt down this dinosaur king that they accidentally created or whatever. And um, he finds, like, a whole underground civilization, and he kills the king and whatever, and that's why there's a kingdom that owes him. They think of him as God because he killed their creator. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. I love that whole, like, that's what made me feel like a kid again. Like, he comes down there, and he's like... You know, because they even titled it Lethal Protector yep. Part 1. Yes, sir. And I was like, oh, snap, we're back. Um, but uh, the, with the whole um, uh, thing with, like, the, the humanoid dinosaur thing, you know, like, that just made me feel like I was, like, a kid again, like, reading that. I'm like, this is something that I would have read in a book as a kid is, like, these humanoid dinosaurs living underground somewhere. Um, and then the fact that they're, like roasting um one of those moloids yeah (laughs) they're like we're gonna we're gonna eat this and he's like we got to give them back well why didn't you give back the big because we're gonna eat it anyway (laughs) yeah yeah they're gonna munch on the giant it is awesome yeah i don't know it's just it's a fun ride kind of like how i was saying cable was i'm still behind you need to catch catch up up, on cable it's so good and it's about to go into like i guess the next story arc because um, in the the issue that just came out, he finally catches that dude. Okay, so yeah, that's still going on. Because I think I'm only to like issue three. Who's writing Cable? I don't even remember. Uh, Robinson. Hold on, I got it right here. Is it James Robinson? I think so. Hold on. I do like James Robinson. Let me pull, I got it. It's right here somewhere. He's a he's a fun guy. Um. Oh, shoot. I got to open it because I have the dang Liefeld cover so it doesn't say who it is on the front. Now, here's the thing. People were talking smack about that Liefeld cover, and you showed it to me. And I will say, I think Cable looked pretty good. Venom, on the other hand, not so much. I know it's like a Deadpool Venom, but either way. Yeah, um, yeah, that Deadpool Venom is not very good. Why has he got a cone head? That's just weird. He's got a cone um, <laughs> But Cable didn't actually look bad. I mean, I know there's no feet on the cover, but it's a uh, James uh, Robinson still. And then the, nice. Yeah. Okay. And the artist is uh, Yildere Sinar. I've no idea. No idea. But you know what? Reading Cable 
and even this newest issue, um, it reads a lot like a Todd McFarlane comic, like to where mm. the art tells the story more than the uh, the writing or whatever. Because the yeah, there's yeah. not many words in this, and like even this, like middle of the thing, you get like a full page like spread there, mm. and that happens like on more than one occasion in this where. You have these like giant panels like here like even there's just three long panels nice yeah and so there's a lot of good stuff in this i mean and like i said this newest issue it just uh it just ended the uh, first story so yeah no i was enjoying cable from what i've read so i'll have to finish that one up i did enjoy it but uh some of the other legacy covers uh issues that came out jessica jones i gotta tell you i've never been a fan of jessica jones why they put this as their you know launching when the launching issues i think was pretty much only because of the tv show that's, <laughs> that's exactly it's why. It. It, it, it that's it just to uh, appeal to the females and the uh the fanboys of the tv show but it really i don't think it had any place now even though i'm not a fan of jessica jones i'll go ahead and read it primarily because it's been just writing it so i'll give it a i'll give bendis a chance on that one Let's see, what else was there? Iceman number six. You know, when we had Cinna Grace on the show, I remember we, we talked about when we we're going to start seeing more action. Remember he said he's going to be around issue six. So for that reason, I'll start picking up Iceman back again. I'll just, I'll, re, I'll be interested in seeing what's going on and see if it's uh, not so much of the, I'm gay, poor pitiful me, I can't reunite with my parents, and we have actually some fighting going on. <laughs> wow. So. He's fighting Juggernaut, I think. Yeah. What else do we have in there? Oh, Royals. Have any of you read Royals yet? No. No. Nova uh, liked into Royals. There's only a couple titles that interested me, and that's yeah. about it. Royals wasn't. Anything else uh, I don't even care about. Did, did you read the X-Men yet? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, the new X-Men book um, has Mojo as the main like thing, and they're trying to do, like, it's an obvious joke thing where they're like, we're going to do what we're known for an epic crossover and they're like trying to say they're gonna tie all the x books into this one story to do like a 90s feeling one and uh mojo's in it but i was telling red the art in it is odd oh yeah oh that doesn't sound promising well i mean it's not really red skull um it's not really that it's bad it's just that it looks like it was made on a computer like I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Here, yeah, that's I'll... it. It's a computerized art. Let me open up the comic for you, and I'm going to show you, Tap. I know that you listeners can't see what I'm showing him, but if you... Just pull it up on Google. You can pull it up on Google, but I, I mean, I got to show you this beforehand, uh, just because, and it's by Mike Mayhew, so I don't... Here's, you'll see. Here, hold on. I can kind of see it. Hold on. What? Okay. Yeah, it's just extremely digitalized. Like, I don't know how... To, like, if you look at their faces, they're, like, rounded. And uh, it looks like it would be on a... Uh, see? I mean, it's not bad art. It's, it's just extremely digital. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad. It's not bad. It's just odd it looks like it's it's different because it's just extremely digital i will say this I don't, I don't know who this character is though and i think it's supposed to be beast or i think it might be colossus but i can't figure Wait, out what hold on which one 
That dude, I'm assuming that would be Colossus, because I think Beast is the dude in the front of the panel. Yeah, but that dude looks, I don't know, looks like a Tekken character or something. The art isn't bad, though. Um, it's very stylized. It's very stylized. It looks like it was made, like, not hand-drawn on a computer, but, like, it looks like it was made with shapes on a computer. Like, mm-hmm. rendering, 3D rendering or something. Dude, honestly, that's probably the future of comic books in the next 20 years. You should read the story, though. It was actually pretty good. I know that we just yeah. got off saying that the art was weird, but the, the actual <laughs> writing's pretty good. So, which X-Men is that? X-Men Gold. Yeah. And it's by Guggenheim, and it's Mojo Worldwide number one. So, it's supposed to play off the Trump, like the, the uh, tropes of all the old-school X-Men comics. And so, Colin Bunn is doing X-Men Blue, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. And X-Men Blue was, like, the weird one. Because oh. I, I was super excited because it had Colin Bunn writing, so I was super stoked. And then I started reading it, and I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Because all of a sudden, Beast was, like, casting spells, and... There's... Oh. Right? Is that the right... Is that yeah, the, I only that, read that's the blue. one issue. Um, the newest okay. issue, the series are weird, because I just read the newest one in the... Um, Beast is was working with Goblin Queen, and she like tricked him into saying that oh I can make you become like the best sorcerer there ever was, mm-hmm. and uh, he pulls out this group. Basically, she wanted to pull every Goblin Queen from other every alternate reality to make a f- giant team of Goblin Queens to take over the world. But she had to use an X Men to trick into doing a certain spell in each reality to bring all of them together. So Beast just so happened to be the one in our reality. But then there's like a Hex Colossus, a Hex, um, uh, I think Magic, and then there's a Hex uh, Storm. The Storm one is called Bloodstorm, though, and she's a vampire. Mm. And in her reality, she killed Charles Xavier during one of her like hunger fits like she just lost control and she bit charles xavier she also killed a beast in her reality um they basically because the x-men team right now that's on blue is uh young gene young scott um the angel uh young beast um jimmy howlett which is like ultimate wolverine's son and now they recruited bloodstorm so they have an alternate reality storm now on their team and an alternate reality wolverine so it's like they're building the exact same x-men team but with other reality characters and they're all it's weird it's it's super weird can we just have an alternate reality x-men title featuring all vampires they were called the hexmen it was kind of cool Dude, that sounds dope. I almost want that book to be a thing. Uh, no, that, like Beast looked ridiculous. He looked like a demon spawn kind of. Dude, I, I want to read that book. Yeah, you got to read uh, not the newest X Men Blue, but uh, the one before it. Uh, it would be issue eleven. Yeah, let's see that. Let's put that book out. Let's make a let's colon put it out there. The He's Hex-Men already doing Pumpkinhead. Huh? Did you didn't hear about that? He's doing Pumpkinhead. Dude, he's doing everything. Mm-hmm. It's funny as hell, because when I asked him about it, because I said, you had books for Marvel and DC drop the exact same week. How did you pull that off? And he died laughing, and he said, DC and Marvel both emailed me asking me the same thing. 
like he's like i just do whatever i want and hope that they don't question me and if they do i'll just tell them i wanted to do it and that's usually the end of it like because i mean it's colon bun he's he's done enough so like that man literally just writes and writes and writes and just does whatever the hell he wants but it was really funny because he's like yeah dc and marvel emailed me and asked me the same thing uh, but yeah, he just doesn't care. It's great. But yeah, other with other also with Legacy, you know, um, Iron Fist seventy three came out, and was I thought was interesting to talk about is the inside cover. There was an advertisement in there for Marvel Legacy, the Mighty Thor issue number seven hundred, and the title of it is Part One for the Death of the Mighty Thor. On the cover it has all the Thors, and what I thought was funny is the advertisement for it is see for yourself what all the excitement is about after 700 thrill packed issues we must be doing something right <laughs> yeah right uh, yeah but uh, it's being written by Jason Aaron so who knows if it's going to be alright or not it sounds like fun yeah but I, I got a, a chuckle out of that doing something right yeah I was going to say Red School have you been keeping up with um, Uncanny Avengers Oh, it no. seems like, dude, it seems like something yeah, you would be so into. I don't know why. Have you tried it? Of course I have. Okay. Did you read yeah. the newest issue or whatever with the whole Fantastic Four bit? Um, I'll be honest. I haven't been reading much of the new issues the last couple weeks. I've been focusing on uh, my back issues of uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, well, you need to read the newest two. Yeah. Oh, well, the newest one at oh, least. Speaking of Fantastic Four, listen to this. I was in it. There's one issue that I'm missing from Fantastic Four that I'm looking for. Issue 112, beautiful issue. Hulk and uh, the thing fighting on the cover, right? And I went into the comic shop and I was like, "Hey, I'm looking for issue 112. Do you happen to have it?" And the comic book store owner said, "I may have it. I'm not quite sure." I pulled every Fantastic Four uh, comic that I have in my shop and I put them in the back room. And I'm like, "Okay, can we? Can I look?" He's like, "Nope. I'm keeping them back there because." Um, we all believe that Fantastic Four is coming back because of all the stuff in Legacy. So what he's basically doing is he's holding all this stuff, waiting for FF to come back, and then he's going to price it up and put it back out to sell. Boo. Yeah, can you believe that crap? I, I want to go to someone just, else. <laughs> that was low. That no. was low. But yeah, I know that you're a big Fantastic Four fan, so that's why I was unsure that why you weren't yeah. reading uh, Uncanny Avengers. And... Um, I'm sure, man, you're going to be stoked. He, uh, at the end of the book, uh, Thing shoots the flare up in the air or whatever. Or wait no, that was in Legacy. That was in Legacy. That was in Legacy. Okay. I was going to say, wait a minute, I read that one. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, too. But, yeah, I mean, he cool. did that in that. But in the Uncanny Avengers uh, issue, uh, basically, uh, they're like, Johnny, what are you going to do now? And he's like, oh, you know, i got to find a read and thing. And, what, yeah. and he just basically goes into that. He's like, I have to go figure the things out. Mm-hmm. In space, and they mention um, I, in Legacy, they mention what is it, Franklin and uh, Valerie? Yes, and they're with uh, you know Reed and Sue out in somewhere in space. So everything's gonna pop up. I think your shop owner's correct that they're gonna come oh, back, but I agree. Too, kind of a I'm jerk move. I, I'm glad I picked up a lot of this FF for these last couple months because yeah, as soon as FF comes back, it's gonna be hot again. No mm. question. Speaking of hot stuff, the thing we failed to mention about Legacy is the Marvel value stamps. 
So I have been looking at them, and I didn't expect them to be so large. Yeah, that kind of caught me too. I was like, wow, that's kind of a, an off size, especially, you know, compared to what they used to be in the past. And I've got a couple in my hands right now that I cut out from. <laughs> How dare you? So No, they're beater issues, believe it or not. How are they beater uh, issues? They just came out. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I got original ones from the 70s. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. new ones. I was like, you cut out uh, all the new ones? No, not yet. Um, the uh, There's actually going to be a value stamp book that comes out in November where you can put all the stamps inside of. And supposedly, once it's filled, you can redeem it for something really cool. I don't know how to feel about that. Mm-hmm. So pick up two issues, <laughs> one to save, one to redeem your value stamp. And, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, when you take that stamp, you can go to uh, marvel.com forward slash quid, redeem the code from the book, and you on if you have a quid account, you redeem a special throwback 1970s stamp. Oh, That's there's it? 53 of them. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that for that. No. Yeah. No, so. let, let that, that, you had my hopes up here. And then you said that, and my hopes yep. went, and they just... And I'll tell you, Quid is just a beast that's ready to implode, I'm telling you. It, it, so many people are upset with Quid, but I, that's for a topic for a later date. Yep. So. Well, um, did you ever find out, can we mail these stamps? Is that possible? That's what we're finding out, because like I said, in November, we'll be getting the stamp book, where you put the stamps inside of it. And so the question is, is once the stamps are, once your stamp book is filled with all 53 stamps... What will we be redeeming it for? Mm, you know what? Um, you know what would be kind of cool? Is if you got all the stamps in the stamp book, right? And then uh -huh. you sent the stamp book in to get CGC graded. Hmm. It could be interesting. That could be different. That could be really different. My guess is probably going to end up being a variant cover is what you'll probably end up getting. Or maybe we can uh, actually get in a Marvel comic and then not use up all the dang points and yeah, we waste our time. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> it, good lord! It took me eight months to get enough points to be in a Marvel comic and to be sold out. Ugh. How many things were that was the person buying that got it? Like, oh my gosh! Like, you know what I mean? Like, we took like it took a while for you to yeah. fill it up. You know what I mean? Eight, eight months. I started at March. 14th or 17th i can't remember it's ridiculous <clears throat> yeah i mean that's yeah I, I i can't believe that all done all filled and there's nothing worth nothing on that thing worth redeeming it for except for maybe a, a twitter mention from uh, i think it was mark wade no really yeah for four hundred thousand points that's a lot of points i know just for a twitter mention i could get a twitter mention without spending 400 points please come on Oh, so other than that, that's about it. Legacy's been basically the big thing these days. Have you been reading any um, uh, image or anything? Because I actually caught back up on Spawn myself after two months' absence. I tell you what, uh, I know I have not. To answer your question, no, I have not read much image. I've been stockpiling my Walking Dead and my Invincible. And to have a nice big binge. Other than that, uh, I removed basically all image out of my pull box. Mm. After the crap they pulled with the uh, image blind boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I'm, st I'm still mad with them. And they refuse to uh, acknowledge any of my emails and questions I sent to them. It's rough. Yeah. That is rough. Well, uh, you know, like I said, I've been reading a little bit of Spawn, and I caught up on that. Uh, the only thing that bothers me with Spawn right now is the current artist. It's not like hard lines. It's all soft line stuff. So mm -hmm. it's kind of weird. Kind of like that old man Logan feel where there's like splatter and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit. Um, is Larson than... off of it now? No, he's been off of it for a while. Oh, has he? Okay. okay. Yeah, they've gone through uh, two artists since Larson. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. and, but um, it, it's, it's just <clears throat> weird. Uh, it's Spawn in Japan, basically, right now oh. is what it is. And um, mm. he has all his powers back and everything. That's kind of cool. But um, it's just Spawn in Japan. Uh, Cyan, uh, she has powers now. That's another cool oh. thing. Yeah. Okay. So it's like her them developing her character in Japan. Mm -hmm. It's weird. But um, other than that, I uh, did totally buy a uh, really cool thing at the store um, this week. And it's a little bit older. Uh, Harvey Comics, Black Cat Mysteries, yeah. Volume oh, 2. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I know those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, it's like 1953, mm -hmm. something like that. Anyways, uh, I can't find them anywhere to read online. I've tried special websites and everything else. Cannot figure out where to find these comics. So they I broke Actually, I will forward you a, a site that I think that has it. Really? Yes. There, cool. There, it's a 53. There's a site that is just for Golden Age. That's cool. Okay, that probably I hopefully would have it. Yeah, because I cannot imagine what it takes to find these comics and compile them into mm -hmm. a series, especially because these are all pre-code horror comics with all the book burning and whatnot. Yeah. These were these are the ones that were skeptical and well, that people were skeptical about and everything. So I'm glad I found this. I paid like 25 bucks for it though. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, it's it was sticker price, but it came out in 2000, I think 13, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, but I got it for sticker price. Um, online, they go for a little bit less, but after you pay shipping, it's about the same price. Yeah. So I, I mean, it wasn't that bad of a deal. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, there's some cool stuff in there. I, I think I showed you a little uh, clip from the ads in there. We'll have to do a pulling ads yes. thing with yep. it. But um, 10 free Hitler stamps yeah. in 1952. <laughs> mm. I, can, um, I can only imagine... Uh, what it was like having your kid run up to you back then and be like, Mom, I want these Hitler stamps. Excuse me. What did you just say? <laughs> As his son clicks his heels and raises his arm to the sky. <laughs> All right. Hitler stamps. Uh, Hitler stamps. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be flying at, uh, what is it, uh, Rose City Comic Con now, would it? <laughs> no, not at all, right? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Rose City is banning all Hydra and Red Skull costume from cosplay because of uh, Nazi propaganda. But anyways ridiculous it is yeah. well tap what about you have you uh you been reading anything different lately or have you been any good same finds? old same old with the punisher uh well yeah i've read a ton of punisher um <laughs> still i finally finished the uh well i guess it has been a couple weeks so i have i finished up the uh uh the ennis dylan um punisher marvel knights run um, Omnibus, so that was that book is awesome. If you haven't read it, I strongly recommend it. Um, then I read right after that, I actually read the Jason Aaron Punisher Max Omnibus. Mm -hmm. um, read that one. It's only twenty two issues. It was a quick read. Uh, that one was phenomenal. 
probably one of my favorite Punisher runs of all time, actually. Um, if you want a really good Kingpin bullseye story, go read Jason Aaron's Punisher Max. It's, it's fucking incredible. Um, so anyways, after that, I kind of jumped off the Marvel train for a bit. And so I've been reading the Orion Omnibus by Walter Simonson. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, it's sort of Orion trying to figure out if Darkseid's really his daddy or not. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And then just recently, digitally, I started reading, uh, it kind of piqued my interest. I was like, I'm going to check this out. John Byrne's run on Superman Mm. from the 1980s. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, as you guys know, I'm not a huge Superman fan. I've only sorely started to like the character through Rebirth. So I was like, you know, let's go back in time and, and read the Burn Run. And I'm now like eight or nine issues into it, and I love it. It is really? so good. Oh, well, I I'll love it. I'll be honest, I didn't think you would like it because I know you don't like Superman. I know you don't like lengthy, wordy uh, comics. Yeah, yeah. I was actually talking to Mike about it because Mike's never read it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, dude, you, you're a Superman fan. You have to go back and read Burn's Run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mind wordy stuff if it's Silver Age because I'm yeah. expecting wordy stuff when I read Silver mm-hmm. Age. Um, but when you're reading more Bronze Age stuff, it it depends. And so I was a little nervous at first as to whether or not if I was going to like it or not because it was kind of wordy. However, the wordiness of it is fantastic because it's not it's not a like background dialogue. It's 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 dialogue. It's not like explaining mm-hmm. what's happening in the panel. Like I already know what's happening in the panel. Yeah. I can freaking see it because the art's right there. Those are the books that annoy me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this doesn't do that. It's all dialogue. There's like yeah. no background. Meanwhile, like there's none of that. It's all uh, it's all uh, dialogue mm-hmm. and or thought bubbles. And it's great. It is so good. Um, I've actually con there's nine trade paperbacks that fill the entire run. I've actually contemplated, um, getting all nine at some point and then binding them because there's right now there's no John Byrne Superman omnibus, which mm-hmm. there should be. There should be. And so I was like, Ooh, I could bind them. And so I started looking into it and you can get volumes. You, know, you can get eight of the nine volumes for probably like 10 bucks, 15. Like you can get them cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Except for volume four. For whatever reason, Volume 4 is out of print and is super hard to get. Oh, really? Yep. So I was like, well, I guess I won't be doing that. Never mind. Mm. <laughs> so if you find one at your local shop, by all means, let me know. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's. But so I'm just reading it digitally, um, thanks to our wonderful website that uh, Alex mm-hmm. has shared with us. Um, and it's so good, though. I'm enjoying this shit. Ever. It is so good. I love it. So that's currently what I'm doing. I'm, so I'm Orion physically, Superman digitally. It's funny you bring up Burns because I'm just about ready to finish his run on Fantastic Four. I've just got a few issues left. And I'm telling you, it is so good. I think part of it is also, you know, with him doing art and the writing, yep. it, that's what it is because he's telling the whole story through both mediums perfectly because they're both by his hand. Yep. It's just... He's, he's and that's phenomenal. the same thing with that's the same thing with Walter Simonson on the Orion Omnibus. Mm-hmm. Walter Simonson did the uh, dialogue, did the writing and the art, and mm-hmm. so it's it's super incredible. Um, but yeah, I really want to read the Burn Fantastic Four. As you guys know, I love the Fantastic Four, so I'm trying to collect all the Fantastic Four stuff. Um, unfortunately, Volume One of Fantastic Four by him is a little bit pricier and hard to find. 
um, until tonight. I found one, but I was like, I can't do it. I got to be responsible. Can't do it. So I didn't. I didn't do it. I'm being a responsible. Behave adult. yourself. Um, yeah. Well, like Alex and I were talking about earlier, you got to pick up those Fantastic Fours now, just like that comic book store owner, but store it owner was... that is talking about that is holding holding stuff because we all know they're coming back. And once yeah, they come I don't back, know the boom. the burn. The the burn volume one, it's not super pricey, but I did find it for like thirty dollars undercover tonight, and I was like, mm. I can't do it. Sorry, yeah. someone else gets a great deal. I miss out. Oh well. That's um, crazy. Yeah, but I do. I love the Fantastic Four. I have you know the original Stanley um, and Kirby volume one, volume two, uh, volume three. For whatever reason, is pricey. Once again, I found volume three. Same guy, same freaking mm-hmm. guy selling volume three tonight, and I was like, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. But uh, so yeah, I'm looking for the burn Fantastic Four stuff. I'll probably just start reading it digitally at this point, just because I need to get the Mark Wade um, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four run as well. Uh, one of them is out of print, and so it's kind of difficult to get. But I was like, well, maybe I'll just buy the trade paperbacks, and then I'll just bind them, and then I'll have my own. Like, well, Wade you know, was, what, late 80s, early 90s? I think he was mid to late 90s. Mid to late 90s. Those issues are like a dollar, two dollar issues. Yeah, it's just finding them all. And so I'm like, well, if I have to go that route and bind them, so mm-hmm. be it. I, like they they have hardcovers out, they also have trade or paperbacks out. So I mean, it's not yeah. impossible. But one of those volumes is like out of print and super hard mm-hmm. to find. Yeah, it might be um, better just picking up the dollar two dollar issues and binding them. Because we all know how you but, binding. Yes, yes. Did I tell you guys? I don't remember. It's been a while since we've talked. Did you guys hear about how I got like the golden whale of the Wolverine on me? Yes, yes. Congrats on that. Oh, That's pretty cool. God damn, I'm so excited about that. Did I show you? Did I show you guys the? Uh, the uh, uh, dust jacket that I had designed for it. I did see that. Yeah. I did not. Oh, I'll share it in chat. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll put it up on Twitter too, so that way if the listeners are interested, they can see it. But um, see, it pays there's a guy. To back in... read your messages. I know, right? <laughs> Shame on me. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. No, there's a guy that uh, I'm friends with in one of the omnibus groups on Facebook, and he does ju- dust jacket designs for uber cheap and so i kind of like worked with him on a dust jacket design idea that i had and he added his i'll have to take more pictures apparently i deleted it all right anyways it's really cool um very very proud of it so dope because the one i got the golden grail that i got was missing the dust jacket so i had to Mm. design a new one for it um but yeah oh and i've also been reading a little bit of grant morrison's doom patrol you liking it uh, the few issues I've read, yes, it's it's definitely crazy and different. Which apparently I, I'm not very familiar with Doom Patrol as a team to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently Doom Patrol before Morrison got his hands on him was already kind of like a strange and off the wall team to begin with. And then after uh, Morrison got his hands on him, it just got even weirder. Hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. The problem is, it's have you ever seen the Omnibus before, Alex? No. The thing is like three inches thick. Like okay. it's giant. Like it's probably 1,400, 1,500 pages. Like this thing is huge. Um, Actually, so I think I have of, seen it. Think about it. It's sort of like uh, uh, intimidating, is the word I'm looking for. It's sort of intimidating to like see that and be like, I have to read all of that. Like it's sort of intimidating. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Is it as big as the Age of Apocalypse hardcover omnibus? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's bigger. Oh, buddy. The companion to that is huge, too. Um, yeah. So it's great. Uh, but the JLI, for those people that do collect omnibuses, um, this last week you saw the reprint of Thor by Walter Simonson drop mm-hmm. um, from the 80s run. A lot of people are super stoked about it. Um, you had the one that I'm really excited about, but I think personally it's a little overpriced, but it's the uh, the Boom Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Year One Deluxe Hardcover. And I've already read all those issues digitally, and it's such a fun book. So if you're a fan, go grab that one. Um, the hardcover does look gorgeous. And then uh, this upcoming week... Oh, and you also had World War Hulk Omni drop this week, too. Lots of stuff dropping this week. Uh, but next week, you get uh, the complete collection of Luther Strode, which... I've been beyond excited for, and I've actually had pre-ordered since like April of last year, <laughs> or April of this year. Um, super excited for that one. And then uh, uh, the JLI Omnibus is dropping, Volume 1. So I'm uh, pretty, pretty stoked about that one, too, because I've been reading some JLI stuff. And Have you guys ever read JLI from the 80s or Teen Titans, or the new Teen Titans from the 80s? Nope. No. It is so fun. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Something about DC Comics in the 80s was a blast. Like, I know Orion was, like, late 90s, but still, it was... But it's written like it's in the 80s. It's a blast. Like, DC Comics in the 80s is just a super fun time. Mm. So I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend. All of a sudden, Tap's going to become a giant New Gods fan and buy all the... Uh... I'm hoping. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I love Orion, right? I'm reading the Omnibus. Um, the Fourth World. So they have, like, the Fourth World hardcovers. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, like, four or five of them. Uh, but they're, a lot of them are out of print. They're hard to find. They're super expensive, et cetera. Well, anyways, this December, they're dropping a Fourth World Omnibus. The Jack Kirby's Fourth World Omnibus. It's like 1,500 pages. <gasps> this is going to be like one of the biggest Omnis like ever created. This thing's going to be massive. And uh, it drops in December. And me and Mike are both drooling over it right now. Because I'm like... Is there pre-sales said, if you, huh, What was that? Is there any pre-sales going for it already? Uh, yeah, you can pre-order it on Amazon, but it's going to cost you a lot more than if you just wait and order through, like, IST. Yeah. What's the, what's the prices starting off now? Uh, I want to say covers 150 so I think I Amazon has it pre-order at 127 125 something like that. Wow, 100, $130 for 1,500 pages is actually not bad. Yeah, but if you wait until IST, you're going to get that bad boy for 75 Mm, okay, I follow you. Yeah. <laughs> if you order within one the of... first week, you have yeah. to order it within the first week because their first week sales are always fifty percent off, mm. and then after that they go up to like forty-two percent. So you only get the fifty percent for like the first week. But see, that's when I could see going out of print type of thing. And oh, going yes, print. very much yeah. so. Yep, 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 yep. That one definitely will. But I'm super excited because I'm like, if this is anything like Orion, I'm beyond stoked. And uh, so I was asking Mike about it, and 
he said that he's read a little bit of Fourth World. Um, he's obviously read all of Orion, um, and he's read some of the other New God stuff. And he said, "Dude, it's gonna be epic." So I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. Hey, if you're a big Orion fan, which I'm guessing you're becoming a pretty big Orion, I'm becoming. Fan. Yeah, I can't say I am yet because I'm still reading, but I am becoming. Yes. Um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns are all about Orion right now. Really? Yep. He is the character in it. Wow. So you need to catch up. Uh, go back. I know, dude. I haven't. To be honest with you, I was like me and Mike read Rebirth like every title every week, and then we dropped a few titles. Now I've dropped everything. I haven't read a Rebirth title in four months, five months. Yeah. <laughs> not because it's not good. It's just I got so overwhelmed with everything else that I wanted to read. I just I couldn't. My brain couldn't handle it. It just became overwhelming and overloaded. You need to tell me I'm reading more Rebirth than you now. Whoa, that's yep, I'm a not reading any. Re- I'm not reading any Rebirth right now, and I, I have it for months. I still have Wonder Woman in my pool box. I don't miss an issue. Yeah, I uh, I've read. I went back and I read like the 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 Forge and the the Dark Knight stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the metal, not the dark. The metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read like a couple of that, but that's really about it. I haven't read. Forge is weird, man. Yeah. And it's not that I don't... I like it. I I thought every book that they were putting out was stellar, and they probably still are. Like I said, I just became so overwhelmed and stuff. I just I can't keep up. Yeah. There's just so much good stuff to read between all the publishers and then the old books and the new books. Yeah. Like, there's just so much out there. There is. You... I, I don't know how people do it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get See, it. This is my reading order right now. I'm about ready to finish up Fantastic Four. I have all the issues of Bronze Age now for Wonder Woman. And as soon as I'm done with FF, it's going to go into Wonder Woman. And while I'm doing that, I'm now picking up uh, DC's action comics from uh, Bronze Age. That's going to be the next on my list to read after Wonder Woman. You should start getting all the Marvel 2-in-1s, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Well, actually, after that, it's going to be Daredevil. You're going Daredevil? Okay. Yeah, Bronze Age Daredevil. Yeah. That's and I've cool. actually got a, I've actually got a couple issues already for Daredevil, like 181 and 180, 180, all the you know Electra Frank Miller stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, once you get past all that, John Byrne Superman. Holy yeah. crap. He reimagined the character. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, probably time to make a telephone call. It's been an hour. an hour. We don't have a telephone call. We don't have. We don't a, have a telephone call have. this week. This Wait. is it. This is what you're this getting, guys. Is-